Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. Crazy, wild, free, and, well, a lot of fun. And that's what we're going to have with uh, today's podcast. Thank you very much for taking a few minutes out of your busy, busy schedules or schedules and uh, hanging out with me here on the uh, In the Life of Sean Powers. So today's podcast, we're going to keep it lighthearted, and today's subject matter has to do with radio contesting. And oh, I'm going to take you all over the map with this one, so just try to follow me here for the next few minutes. And uh, we definitely appreciate you taking your time to uh, to uh, check this out. This is actually, this is going to involve you some uh, a little bit too, because if you guys, you know, you've been listening to radio for any period of time, you know, radio has gone to the way of the birds in, the, in, in, in a lot of respects. Not... Not live and local radio, though. We're talking like the big corporation radio where they have big contesting where you got to be the nationwide caller and you could win a big prize. Well, the chances of you getting through to for a nationwide contest, you know, you got to call this 800 number and good luck trying to get through when, you know, you've got people all across the country trying to call the same number at the same time. Forget that. You know, and then you have local contests where, hey, you could win a free CD or a CD download. Big deal. But when you, you know, you got some radio stations across the country that that still do fun radio contests, but you can't do a lot of radio contests like you used to be able to do. And those are the contests that we're going to talk about on today's podcast. The fun contests that you some you can do, some you can't do. And I'm just going to reminisce about contests that I've done in my lifetime at radio stations that I worked at. My buddy James, or I'm going to call him Jammies Snyder, um, him and I were just talking before um, uh, you know the podcast went live here, and uh, we were just talking about some of the contests that we remember doing on the radio, or we remember uh, our colleagues, uh, friends of ours, doing on the radio before. That uh, some of them nowadays, you you know, you can't even do these. Okay, the Federal Communications Commission would go, absolutely not. That's illegal. You can't do contests like that anymore. Um, one contest, I'm, I'm, and I'm just going to be all over the road with this one. One contest that was always a fun contest, and all, all these contests were fun to do at one point or another in radio history. And look, I've been all over the map. James has been all over the map. Um, And and we've all done different kinds of radio formats. You know, I've done everything from country to uh, urban radio to black gospel radio to, uh, you know, to doing uh, Christian radio to classic rock to um, hip hop. And what else have I done out there? I've done the top 40, adult contemporary, uh, easy listening. I've even done. Uh, I don't know what what, what I, I talk radio. I mean, I've done all kinds of radio uh, out there, and the best uh, format. As a matter of fact, today is March first, right? As as I'm recording this podcast, it was on this day, March first of 1993. I was working at a hip hop station in Toledo, Ohio, AM 1520 WVOI, and it was March first, 1993. The hip-hop station I was working on flipped to a black gospel station, and they flipped the station to 1520 WJCM, and it flipped to a um, it flipped to a black gospel station, Jesus Christ Ministries. And I was working overnights and weekends at the time, and they asked me if I wanted to move over to Afternoon Drive. So I moved to Afternoons. I went by Kevin Powers on the station, my middle name, and Kevin Powers. And I started working afternoons on this black gospel station. And like not too much long after that, I became a believer in Jesus Christ. So I, you know, you never know. You never know. But it was on this date, March 1st, 1993, that that station flipped to black gospel and Kurt McReynolds bought the station. Wow. I just, I totally just, I just looked at the calendar. I'm like, March 1st. Holy smokes. Yeah. It was on the state, 1993. 
that I was working in radio, and I was uh, yeah, they flipped from uh, urban to um, or hip hop to uh, to black gospel. So, anyways, back to uh, radio station contest. Um, there's a lot here too. I'm just gonna start uh, whizzing some of these out. And if you guys remember some cool contests at radio stations that you used to listen to, that they used to you know fun contests that they used to do, let me know. Please drop me a line, Sean S H A W N at WCZY.net. Reach out to me on Facebook. Call my number. Send me a text message or just reach out to the radio station that I currently work at or through this podcast, mymichiganpodcast.com. Uh, I'll leave my uh, email address on here as well. So call-in contests. There was a lot of them that we used to do. Um, I remember one of the first contests that I I was 12 years old and I was listening to a station in Toledo called WMHE 92.5. WMHE, nine in a row every hour. It was a kind of a like a nowadays it would be classified as a hot AC, a hot adult contemporary. And they played the current hits, but it was like more of the softer, uh, uh, you know, current hits or whatever. It wasn't quite a top 40, but it was getting there. Anyways, I, I did a call in, and uh, Mike Wheeler was the guy on the right. Ra- no, no, I'm sorry. It was Ron Finn. Ron Finn. I got to give Ron Finn some love. Uh, Ron Finn was the air personality, and he was giving away a 12 pack of Pepsi and an ET doll. Because they were promoting uh, ET's movie or uh, a revised version or something, I don't know. They were they were doing a promotion with Blockbuster Video at the time. Remember Blockbuster Video? And uh, it was a call-in contest. And he said it's the famous first contest. And I needed to give the first word to the song "Never Gonna Give You Up" from Rick Astley because it was a brand new song in 1987. And I called in right away and I said, "Where?" That's the first word that he sings. We're no strangers to love. So I called in and I said, "Where?" And he goes, you're absolutely correct. What's your name? I go, Sean Powers. And he goes, you just won an ET doll and a 12-pack of Pepsi. And that was the very first radio contest I had ever won. And I was, like, so super ecstatic. I'm like, oh, my God. I was, like, 12 years old, 13, whatever. And I was like, oh. So I went to the radio station, picked up my gift certificate, went picked up my 12-pack of Pepsi and got my ET doll. And, I, dude, I was loving it. I was so on top of the world. So that was my very first radio calling contest that I'd ever, ever won. Uh, but, uh, anyways, let's, let's, I'm just going to be all over the map with this. These are some of the fun contests uh, in radio that I was able to be a part of or I created. Or And, again, you know, in radio, the best contests sometimes are ones that you've done or have heard before and that you've taken them and then you've tweaked them and made them your own or you borrowed them and you tweaked them and you made them your own. Okay, because I would never I would never steal a contest directly and just do it exactly the same way that other stations have done it. And as a program director in radio, um, because that's my current title and operations manager, I would never take a contest and go, oh, I'm going to do it exactly the same way they did it. I would always take a contest and, and, and do it my, you know, you know, take some of the premise of the way they did it. But I would always change it up a little bit. So here's a contest that that was done before that I took and I, I modified it. And this contest is called Blow It and Win. So I was doing the afternoon show, and people would be driving home from work. So I thought this was a cool contest to modify. I stole it from a, a friend of mine, Johnny D. Uh, he used to do this. And so I copied it and moved to a different radio market and did it because nobody had ever heard about it in this other radio market. And the contest is called Blow It and Win. And people go, oh, that's nasty, because they took their minds to the gutter. So no, 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 no. It's a drive home contest. So during the five o'clock drive home hour, I would do this contest called blow it and win. You would be in the car. You'd have to call in from your car, honk your horn. And if I could not guess the make or the model from the sound of your horn, you would win whatever the prize was for that day. 
and we had a sponsor for it. Okay, so we'd sell it uh, from our, you know, from our sales standpoint or the radio station. They would go out and get a sponsor for it. They would sell it, and the sponsor would provide a daily prize. Okay, so people would call in every day. Hey, I, I want you to guess my maker model. So half the time I'd say, all right, so what kind of car do you have? And they'd tell me, oh, well, it's a Pontiac. Okay, well, go ahead, blow your horn. Hey, they blow the horn. I go, oh, that's easy. That's a Pontiac. Yeah, but I told you the oh, yeah. Well, you weren't supposed to, idiot. And then I go to another call. Half the time they would tell me they didn't know. So, anyways, yeah, that contest was called Blow It and Win. I love doing that contest. That was it was so much fun to do. Um, another contest who I I, I kind of snagged because my uh, my friend Steve Marshall, who by the way is still a good friend of mine, and he a- actually helped me get the job here. He had done this when he was at a station called Tower Ninety Eight in Toledo. Um, he did a, a dirty joke line. Um, a dirty joke line contest where he would do a joke. He would start to tell the joke on the radio and then he would bleep it out and get the women's reaction. It was a ladies dirty joke line. And I thought that was really cool too, because that would get the ladies here listening to it on the radio going curious and going, ah, I got to know the joke. So the dirty joke line, that wasn't even a contest. That was more of a bit, but I'm telling you what, that was so much fun because that got me into dirty jokes at the time. And God forgave me for those jokes, Steve. But yeah, that was um, that was something that Steve did, and I, I don't know where, where Steve got it from, but I love doing that. That was fun. That was a really fun uh, a little bit to do. So thank you, Steve, uh, you know, for letting me steal that from you. Uh, that was my early years of radio. That's before I I got mature in radio, because <laughs> that never happened. I never grew up in radio. But yeah, Steve, thank you for that, Steve Marshall. I got to give you credit for that. Uh, the mystery match and win. I got that from the match game with uh, Gene Rayburn, where you you know I would set up squares. And people would have to call in, and they'd have to match the squares, and that would happen like four or five times a day. What it was, it was in radio, we called it forced listening. So people would be tuned in at certain times throughout the day, and you tell them when to listen in, and they'd have their little game squares or whatever, and they would listen in, and they would try to pick out the different squares. All right, square number two and seven. Well, two and seven, two is this prize, and seven is this prize. It's not a match, but then they would they would pay attention to the squares, and then they would be able to eventually guess all the squares and get at the squares and be able to match them up. And then they would win the prizes beneath them and then qualify for the grand prize. So that was a fun contest. That took that took a lot of time for you know us to get winners. Uh the high low game where you'd have to call in and guess the amount of the cash in the in the cash vault or whatever. Uh another one was like the ATM game where you'd have to give the powers pin number, uh five-digit pin number, da-da-da, to open up the uh, ATM and rain cash on you. Uh easy money was another one where you'd have to guess the money in the in the vault or whatever. Um those are just some of the fun contests, the, the easier ones uh, to execute. And one thing in radio that I've learned over the years is, as I was getting, you know, learning and growing up in the business, is easy, KISS. Use the KISS methodology when you're executing radio contest, And that's KISS, K-I-S-S, keep it strictly simple, stupid. Okay, keep it keep it simple, stupid is what it is. Keep it a simple contest, one or two hoops for people to walk through or jump through. Any more than that, people aren't going to participate. So uh, one would, uh, when I was at uh, K100 in Toledo when I first started in radio, uh, my uh, program director who recently passed away, and I kind of want to dedicate this podcast to him, Gary Shores, uh, wonderful man. Um, he's He was at K100 for years in Toledo, icon, started the station in 1981. Anyways, Gary um, got me involved in a, a thing called Hands-On Marathon. And where people would come, they'd qualify on the radio, and then they'd come out to this huge event at one of the car dealerships, and people would have to place their hands on a car, their hand on a car, for like 50 minutes every single hour, and they'd have to hold their hands flat on a car every single hour 
until somebody would just be like, oh, I can't do this, or their hand would come up off the car, and then they, they would you know, work it out by process of elimination. And sometimes, some of the years, it would take five or six days and people would be standing there falling asleep. And, you know, it just, it was a lot of fun. And that, those were fun things. Hands on marathons were always fun. And then the last person with their hand stuck on the car would actually win the car. Those were always fun. On air contests, um, you know, uh, before uh, uh, Smarter Than a Fifth Grader show ever came out, there was a contest we did called the Grade School Question. Again, that was a Johnny D bit that I borrowed when I moved to different markets. Um, Mother's Father's Day Olympics, we did this when I was in Charleston, South Carolina, and I did this uh, here in Mount Pleasant um, a couple of years ago, just before COVID hit. And that was where we would get qualifiers on the radio, and then they'd have to join us at a location, and then they would have to do these Olympic events, like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while holding a baby, while putting on a fitted sheet, while talking on a phone to somebody, and then they have to do it in record time. The one that did it in the record time would win the grand prize. And we did that a couple of years just before COVID hit uh, here in Mount Pleasant. Um, another fun contest. This was an on-air contest. Uh, it's called Stop Santa. And, and again, if anybody wants, if any radio station people are listening to this and they're going to steal these ideas, go for it. Go for it. Steal my ideas. I don't care because these aren't my ideas. These have been around in radio for a long, long time. But if you have any uh, you know, ideas out there that you want to share with me, uh, go for it. Go for it. You know, I'd love to hear uh, you know, promotional radio ideas that you guys have heard or done or, or have seen or participated in before. Love to hear this because we're, we're all in one big area, you know, whatever. But this contest is called Stop Santa. And Santa would, uh, this was done in uh, uh, my buddy Bill Shannon. Uh, he gets the credit for this um, because he did this years and years ago. And this was one that we did in, he did in Toledo when he was at WRQN. And he did it also at WXLY when I worked for him down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Y1025, uh, the greatest hits of all time. Anyways, Bill, Bill's a great guy. And, um, and Jim and I were reminiscing about this when we worked for him. Stop Santa was the name of this contest. And Santa would dig into a sack of, uh, of goodies. And the listener would call in. We'd solicit for them to call in and be participate call or whatever it was. And the person on the line would be like, hi, what's your name? My name is John. All right, John. Um, you know, Santa would start unloading gifts from his sleigh or from his, from his gift bag. And as soon as you say, stop Santa, then the next gift that he would unload from his sleigh, you would win. Okay. And it would be from our sponsors or whatever. But if you, if you get greedy and he just keeps unloading gifts, then the next gift that he could unload could be the Grinch just coming by and stealing stuff and you'd lose everything. You wouldn't get any of the prizes. Okay. You wouldn't get any prize. Or, you know, if, if, uh, if at any time, you know, you go stop Santa and then the Grinch could pop up and go, ha ha, you know, he'd, he'd take you, he'd take the gift and you wouldn't win anything. So that was always a fun contest too. It was called, it was called, it was called uh, stop Santa. Uh, the jet ski, the jet ski giveaway that uh, XKR did in Toledo, Ohio. They had a major competitor, WIOT. Uh, they did that down at uh, Riverfront. That was a fun contest. Um, and uh, Jim was telling me a little bit about it, but that was a fun contest to get people to deter from WIOT, their competitor. It worked. They they did a great job with that. They handed out. I heard they handed out flyers. Listen to uh, XKR at a certain time in the night, and you could get qualified to win this jet ski. It worked. It worked for them. And, the, and you know, Bruce did the rating. So uh, that was a big jet ski giveaway for that. Um, we did a classic car giveaway. Um, uh, and then, of course, WRQN in Toledo do, does it every year uh, where you win a key 
um, listeners qualify to win a key, and then they can start up a car at the end of summer, uh, and then they line up. You know, they give away. It's ninety three five WRQ, and Toledo does this, and they get the credit for it because it's their their contest. And anyway, so ninety three contestants line up at the end of the year. One key, one of the ninety three keys actually starts the car. They line up one at a time. They try the key in the car. One person drives off with it there. Ninety three Q in Toledo years ago did a cool promotion. Jim was telling me about this. They did a weekend promotion called the Bedrock Winners Weekend, and this is when the, the artists Dino and Pebbles were really hot back in the late 80s and early 90s. So you'd call in, you'd qualify, win a qualifying prize, a CD from Dino or a CD from Pebbles, and a box of uh, Cocoa Pebbles would be a qualifying prize, and then you'd qualify for whatever the grand prize was. It would add something to do with like Flintstones and Bedrock or something like that. So that was fun there. Uh, Welcome Home was another promotion um, that was done in my time where they give away houses and stuff like that. Um, what was uh, there was one uh, the baby born closest to the minute uh, around Y2K around the year 2000, um, and then one of their liners was what was it all fun all from your station for procreation, uh, Jim? You, <laughs> Jim was telling me about that. I'm like, dude, that is an awesome contest. I love that one. Oh, I wish that was cool. When I was at uh, the Beat in uh, Charleston, West Virginia, uh, a promotion that I did as a was a five song snippet within five seconds. Uh, within, I'm sorry, within three seconds, a five-song snippet three, played within three seconds, and you had to name all five-song titles and artists, and if you could, then you could get qualified to win a trip for two to Jamaica, and we had record support money and all that, and the record reps uh, you know, gave us these trips and stuff back in the day, courtesy of you know, uh, Def Jam Records or whoever the record company was, and we called it the Jamaican Me Crazy Sound Scramble. Uh, that was a cool contest that we did. Uh, Countdown to Cash is another one we did. I remember one out in uh, California quite a few years ago, and this is basically what started the poo-poo, uh, you know, doing the fun contest, was hold your Wii for a Wii, a Nintendo Wii, and you had to drink all this water and stuff, and you had to hold your uh, hold your urine, and whoever ho- could hold their urine for the longest would win the Nintendo Wii, and this lady ended up dying because she held her Wii, uh, held her uh, urine for the longest time. She ended up dying from water and tox, and there was a big lawsuit, and uh, I believe was Entercom. I can't remember. The, I think it was Entercom. I can't remember the company that had held the contest at the time. But yeah, they ended up getting sued and they lost. And uh, you know, they kind of put a poo poo on those contests. Um, I remember when I was in Charleston, West Virginia, in 2002, um, we did a uh, we uh, 50 Cent was coming to town and. We had 50 cent pieces all throughout the city, and we gave clues to where these 50 cent pieces were, and they had our logos on them, and one of them had my picture on them. And if you could find them, you could you know, bring them to the radio station, cash them in for tickets to 50 cent, front row tickets and whatnot. Uh, so that was a fun contest. Uh, another one was uh, Salsa. Uh, what the, the what it was a the Tostitos salsa swim. Another one was Cinco de Mayo, and basically the same kind of concept. But uh, we filled up pools of Cinco with uh, with the mayonnaise or salsa, and you had to swim through it, and you had to find prizes. Uh, it was this was a uh, one of those. Uh, uh, Cinco de Mayo uh, contest, and you know you win trips to Mexico, or you'd pick up prizes, or uh, in, you know independence, you know uh, kind of uh, prizes and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's just some fun radio contest. Secret serial number was another one. Um, you know, we t- we do the license plate game. Uh, we did race to savings. Um, another one we did was uh, we lined up. Uh, I remember when I was at Q ninety eight five. This was in Rockford, Illinois. This was a uh, uh, Rockford's country station, and we did it for five days. 
uh, leading up to the uh, the NASCAR, what, what was it, the big one, the, the big the Coca-Cola 500, and we took uh, uh, 100 cars, each lined up at different locations every day, at sponsored locations, and we had 100 cars line up, and we put these uh, these uh, Q98.5 bumper stickers on their cars. We got each car registered to win the grand prize, so, and I don't remember what the grand prize was, and then at 5 o'clock every afternoon, we'd say, all right, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines on the radio, and everybody would start their engines, they'd go through, and they would, uh, they'd each get qualified to get qualifying prizes um and then it was kind of like a or like a race or whatever and they'd each you know we'd get their license plates and everything and then everybody at the end of, of that week would get in the grand prize drawing for uh the trip to uh the trip down to uh, charlotte uh you know we'd fly them down there put them in a limo put them in a hotel and they'd get tickets to the uh, to the uh, coca-cola 500 so fun contests those are fun contests uh, that we used to do and there's a ton more that i could get into but it looks like i got to get out of here for now but yeah radio station contests that were fun uh, and you know they were most of them are harmless there's a lot more that i could get into and i have a ton more contests that i've done over the years and i've witnessed over the years um and again if you have any fun contests that you were a part of or anything like that uh, shoot me a note let me know sean s-h-a-w-n at wczy.net or you can reach out to me at 989-779-1043. That's the station number here. Or, uh, you know, again, reach out to me however you can uh, through social media or whatever. But anyways, fun radio contest from back in the day. Just thought I'd share a few of them with you. And I definitely appreciate you taking time to check out this podcast. All right, till next time, I'm Sean. You guys enjoy yourselves. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. And we'll talk very soon. In the life of Sean for now, peace and love. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.